It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, John Machota is uh, joining us now. He's at MetLife. He's out there. He's had reports already uh, live from the uh, stadium. John, uh, it's uh, good to visit with you, and I'm glad you made it over to Yankee Stadium. I mean, I saw that nice picture of you and Calvin Watkins and uh, a noted Yankees fan over the years. Um, What was that scene like? I would imagine uh, uh, as we sort of have all been gathered waiting for history and doing live look-ins on Aaron Judge as he's gone for the American League record for most home runs uh, to try to tie that up. What was the uh, was that was that one of the more unique uh, environments you've been involved in? Yeah, man, it was pretty it was pretty cool. Uh, I will say the number one thing that stood out to me though, and this should probably be expected, but when you get there to actually see it was just <laughs> how ramped up the police presence was, uh, particularly in left field. Uh, you know, because there's a part of me that you know feels like okay, if you're in that left field and you catch a ball like that, like are you going to be kind of nervous that someone might try and take it from you might try and you know physically assault you but uh the police presence was definitely beefed up for that game uh unfortunately it started raining pretty heavy in the seventh inning and we didn't get to see uh that 61st home run but i mean it's still cool to be there and you know i mean i was going to go to the game regardless just because i hadn't been to a yankees red sox game so but i i am going to go to a couple of those rangers games uh where the yankees close out the season in texas hopefully uh he'll hit a home run there The only reason to go to a Rangers game, they, they're going to look up and suddenly it's going to be packed out there, and they're just like, "What in the world has uh, has happened?" Now, uh, John, you already have um, one report up, and I believe I saw this at uh, Micah Parsons arriving tonight. What is that, by the way? I see the Pedialyte. He's been sick, so that'll help. Now, John, you and I've had friends who take Pedialyte for different reasons. Uh, maybe after a big night or something. By the way, what is that medallion? Is that something you've seen? Uh, oh, is that the lion? Is that is that his lion medallion? That is a enormous uh, necklace that he's uh, that uh, Michael Parsons is wearing. I mean, that's just that's what the kids are doing nowadays, Matt. I don't know why you don't have something like that. You know, that's just part <laughs> of the course. I mean, you don't even. There used to be a time where you had to be a superstar to have something like that, like Michael Parsons. But now there's just. You know, bottom of the roster guys and, and all the sports that have fine pieces like that. So, yeah, I think that just uh, that comes with the territory. But, yeah, no, the Pedialyte, that's, uh, you know, that just shows you. He's trying to get those electrolytes up there. He's going he's to have to have a big game tonight. Have you ever gone in search of a Pedialyte, like say it, say it about 9 or 10 on a Saturday morning? Yeah, no question. Uh, definitely in uh, – <laughs> Las Vegas has happened a few times there. Uh, so, yeah, no, no question. Uh, it's funny because when I first moved down to Texas, I can't remember which. I want to say maybe it was South Lake Carroll, but I covered a high school game. And I just remember, you know, it's at the beginning of the season. Obviously, it's, it's been hot for all summer, and it's still hot in September. And I remember one of the coaches saying that they had the kids drinking Pedialyte for multiple days in a row because they knew that they were going to be, you know, sweating so much because of how hot it was. And that's the first time I had heard about it. And then, you know, like you said, you got some friends that, you know, they're like, oh, no, when you're drinking, you know, it's better than Gatorade. So have that the next morning. So, yeah, I've done it. I don't notice a major difference uh, on, on the hangover side of it, but I don't know, people say it works. I'm told a uh, pepperoni pizza right there in New York from, like, John's Pizzeria 
could soak some of that up. Uh, I, I have heard tell, so keep that in mind for the future. You're not going to have time tonight. You'll be uh, on deadline and most of the things, although it is a city that never sleeps, so it is fun if you wanted to get out after the game tonight. Now, uh, John Machota from The Athletic joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Um, you reported just about 40 minutes ago that Jalen Tolbert, Cowboys' uh, third-round pick, is not working with an early group that uh, I guess that's usually the guys that aren't going to be active. So it does kind of confirm uh, reports that Jalen Tolbert will be up. Um, John, what are you kind of expecting? You know, Dennis Houston gets released by the Cowboys, and and Tolbert will now kind of get his first crack at things. We know Michael Gallup has is not going to uh, play in this game. What are you what are you kind of expecting from Tolbert? After kind of flashing in training camp, fading a little bit, uh, do we think maybe he's worked his way back into the rotation? I guess he'll have to be tonight. Yeah, I think it's out of necessity. He has to be. He has to be the guy with Gallup not going. And you know, he was. It wasn't like he was expecting to be inactive for the first two games of his NFL career. But so I'm. I'm anticipating a very uh, motivated, very hungry player when he does get out there. I don't know how many snaps that will be because here's the thing: like even if Michael Gallup was going to play, Michael Gallup was going to be on a pitch count, so probably would have been third downs, uh, you know, obvious passing situations, red zone, things like that. So, you know, I, I still think that if if the Cowboys win, it's going to depend on what C.D. Lamb and Noah Brown do in the receiving game, and if Jalen Tolbert can give you anything, I think that's icing on the cake. But I don't, I'm not going in this game expecting him to make a bunch of plays that you know kind of tilt this game in the Cowboys' favor. I'm just interested to see what, what he'll do in this situation because, as you mentioned, there were times in training camp where you're like, oh, I see that upside. I, I know why they took him in the third round. And as, you know, covering the Cowboys recently in the last, you know, decade when they've taken receivers in the third round, whether it be Terrence Williams or Michael Gallup, those guys played right away and, and made an impact. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what Tolbert does. It's not like the Giants have a, a great, you know, cornerback crew. So, uh, he should have some opportunities, you know. He just has to avoid the drops, and as that one in the preseason where he he should have that touchdown, but he didn't get both of his feet in bounds. So um, I don't think he's going to have a major impact, but it'll be interesting to see what he does. Did you enjoy the Jerry Jones controversy over Cooper Rush? Basically, saying he hopes he pulls a Dak Prescott, and that there's something to think about. Do they put Dak back in? I mean, like you were there, and and you were witnessing, and you kind of know when Jerry's being tongue in cheek, and and then of course sometimes I'll look at the quotes, and maybe the quotes don't always match up with what Jerry's body language is, and and that kind of thing. Uh, did that even raise your eyebrows? I mean, nothing should surprise us about Jerry, but when he made those comments uh early in the week did that um, did, did, did that get your attention and he, by jerry standards did that uh that, i thought that was pretty wild even by his standards oh absolutely that when i asked first of all the, the question he was asked that it even got to that it was about the team not winning back-to-back division titles in 25 years and so it started out with the way he looks at things and then at the end of his answer is when he mentioned wouldn't it be something if we have a dilemma? So I asked him a follow-up and saying, would you really want that? And the way he goes, of course I would. You can hear me on the video going, okay, because I didn't expect him to jump at me like that and say it in that way because I just, okay, when we walked away from that, the uh, you know, six or seven of us that were around him, one of the main topics we had was name another owner or general manager in all of sports, not just the NFL, 
and not just now, but ever, that would do something like that. Of course, we know that if, if when Dak gets back, that he's obviously their preferred quarterback. He's the $40 million a year guy. Everybody gets, but the way he was saying, and then even after I asked Michael, there was two or three more follow-ups right after that, that he wasn't backing down from it. So it's like, you know what he's trying to do. And so the best way I can describe it, and I've said this to my friends many times is, so I'm not a Cowboys fan. So it, it, you know, the things that don't necessarily help in winning or losing, those don't affect me. Like I can see a Cowboys fan watching those comments, reading those comments and getting frustrated. Like, how does this help the team? I'm there to cover the team as a reporter. And so on a boring Thursday, Love it. Entertaining for me makes my day makes my day great. So yeah, it doesn't help in winning, uh, but it does it does help in in uh, giving me something to talk about. Well, and then it causes you to go back to McCarthy or go to the players and go. Well, Jerry said this, and and I like Zeke's answer. You know, because Zeke said, "Oh, it's just you," almost like blaming the media. It's like, hey, Jerry said it. And then Zeke said something like, "Well, Jerry's you know into marketing and all of that kind of thing." It's it's. You know, the Cowboys are going to get attention no matter what. It's funny sometimes when Jerry tries to add to it. It's like they're going to be the center of attention, and then he adds this whole other layer to where the head coach basically has to come out and go, that's nonsense. I mean, he didn't, he didn't say it like that, but you have to know Mike's got to be like kind of rolling his eyes. Like, why am I having to deal with this? Well, there's no question, but this is also a head coach that had Basically, his defensive coordinator pitted against him in the offseason about, you know, Jerry trying to work it so that he might be their coach. So it, it whatever, pro- protected him from going to another team, which makes a little sense. But, yeah, so, no, there's absolutely that, that Mike has, you know, over the last few years had his eyes open to, you know, this is certainly nothing like Green Bay. But, it, it, you know, the thing I keep going back to is what other owner is going to have first take come and, and set up in front of their practice facility and do a show where Jerry flies in Stephen A. Smith on a helicopter. And then Jerry goes out there and does a couple of segments on the show. And then, Oh yeah. Later on in the night, they do a blue carpet event that I happen to attend in the only, my biggest takeaway, I was sitting with uh, David Hellman while this is going on. And I turned to him at one point, I go, this has the feel of like a team hosting this. If you were getting your Super Bowl rings from the year before, like I don't get why you would be doing that in this situation. You, you you made the playoffs, but you lost. You were the only wild card team to lose at home. Like I don't understand why why there's this blue carpet like at night event for and and again I don't I'm not a Cowboys fan. Yeah. But when I see things like that, I'm just like Cowboys fans have to be so frustrated by these things. John Machoda joining us from the Athletic uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, John, what do you? What are people in New York as you've made your way around there? Is there any buy-in? Like, hey, maybe we'll be okay, or is this like, nah, this is kind of a fluky beginning? Is there any? Is there anybody as you go around town, kind of starting to think, hmm, maybe we have a little something here? Certainly not to where the Eagles fans are thinking right now, but what is kind of the collective thought on this Giants team after kind of the surprising start they've gotten off to? Absolutely. I can sense that from being around here, just going to some sports bars yesterday before the Yankees game. You know, you know, it, it, them being 2-0 and is obviously a big reason for it. You know, it's been a while since the Giants have been good. But it's also just your diehard New York sports fan as well. Because, you know, I'm watching that early game yesterday between the Jets and the Bengals. And at no point, at no point did anybody think that the Jets were going to win that game. But the sports fans at the bars I were at were screaming at the TV like the Jets were – 
on, on pace to have an undefeated season. Like, you're just looking around like, why are you so into this? Like, what did you think the Jets were going to do? So it could also be the New York fan base that maybe is buying in a little too much. But you absolutely get the sense that, yeah, they're, they're 2-0. Uh, I think the hiring of Brian Dable, uh, comparative to where they were at head coach, I think that has a lot of uh, optimism. Getting back Kayvon Thibodeau, their number one pick. Um, Saquon Barkley being healthy and playing the way that he's been playing to start the season. Uh, all of that, there's no question. I think you'll see it tonight. They're going to have a whiteout, and, and it's expected to be sold out. And, yeah, it's Monday Night Football, but it's been a while since there's been a little bit of buzz about the Giants. And, and hey, you could certainly look at their resume and make the argument that maybe it's a little bit of fool's goal. But, no, the fans are, are certainly buying in. I mean, at the Yankees game yesterday, a ton of Saquon Barkley and Lawrence Taylor jerseys at the game. Did you go to a quintessential – New York sports bar. I feel like I've I've sampled some of that over the years. I can't remember if one stands out. Um, I hope you didn't just go to like the Champs or something like that. Did you Did you try to go to no. something that has a real New York feel to it? Uh, okay, so it wasn't in New York. Uh, it was some It was some bars. They weren't the Champs ones. But there were some uh, uh, watering holes in, in Jersey City. I was oh, I got you there. So. But, uh, but it was clearly the diehard football fan base, you know, where you had some fans that for several different teams, but it was it was certainly a, a Jets bar, I would say that. And uh, <laughs> it just left me scratching my head looking around like, what did, what did you guys think that was going to happen this year? I mean, what did, when, when, when they decided to walk out Flacco, I mean, what did you think was, I don't know. But, yeah, they were, they were, they were bought into until about halftime. All right. What is your prediction for tonight? What did uh... – what do you see the final score being, and, and how did you get there? I, I like the Cowboys 21-20. Uh, I think Cooper Rush will have another really solid game. I think it comes down to the Cowboys being able to contain Saquon Barkley. I don't think they're going to shut him down, but I think you're going to see Micah Parsons play more linebacker uh, than we have the first two games. Obviously, he didn't play really much linebacker at all last week, but I think he's going to be more at linebacker, and I think that's going to help slow down Saquon a little bit. And I think if you slow down Saquon, uh, then then you can win this game. And and the thing that's been missing, as, as well as this Cowboys defense has played, the thing that's been missing is the takeaways. Obviously, they led the league last year. They've only got one through the first two games. I think they get at least two tonight, and I think that'll end up being the difference. Uh, and uh, probably a Brett Maher uh, game-winning field goal. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Brett Maher, uh, uh, and by the way, I, I kind of like how this morning started with a big breaking news thing. Cowboys offensive tackle Jason Peters will be active tonight. I've never seen so much excitement over like a 41-year-old veteran seeing the field this evening. So can you see him from where you are, John? Can you see Jason Peters down there? I wanted just a I wanted a, a minute by minute report of what his pregame was looking like. So, so I went I went underneath behind one of the bleachers because they decided to turn the music on uh, inside the stadium. So uh, for for doing this interview, I, I left my view of the field. But I, I'll tell you this: I'm glad you brought that up because the interesting thing about Jason Peters is that when they signed him, it was to play left tackle. It was Tyron Smith went down. We need someone that's a veteran that has left tackle experience. Played pretty well last year at left tackle for the Bears. Yes, he's 40, um, but let's sit there and, and give this a try. But because of Tyler Smith, and as well as he's played the first two games at left tackle, that Jason Peters actually, if he plays tonight, and it, it would be limited uh, snaps, he will play at left guard. It will not be left tackle. And so I, I know that that was not the expectation coming in, but they've been pleased with the rookie, their first-round pick. And uh, so because of that, could be seeing Jason Peters tonight at left, left guard. But, again, this, 
we're talking 15, 20 snaps at most. He's not going to be playing the whole game or anything like that. But that's their weakest spot on, on the offensive line right now. And so if they're going to plug him in, I guess left guard is going to be the spot. John, have a uh, have a great night, and uh, we c- you can read John's work there at the Athletic, and he'll have a a, a big account uh, of that. Uh, uh, you can read about it tomorrow morning. Uh, John, appreciate you taking the time. Have a, a fun evening, and we'll see you when you get back to the Metroplex. Sounds good. Good talking to you. Yep, you too. There he is, John Mashoda from uh, the Athletic.